Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Kelly. Hi, I'm Gabe. Hi, I'm Elena. <laughs> it's approximately fall. It's fall adjacent. Fall is in the air. Decorative gourd season. Decorative gourd season. <laughs> Your favorite. Mother frickers. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good, uh, is that a Hard Times article or a Reductress article? I don't know. They're all good. McSweeney's. Oh. McSweeney's, yes. R.I.P. the toast. Yes. So... <laughs> <laughs> I sent Jordan a reductoist quiz. Is he cute or is he just tall and white? It works. Don't knock it. <laughs> Gabriel man, tall and white. Says the man. <laughs> Did anyone ever call you the man? Uh, I, well, my, my Cub Scouts call me Mr. Man. That oh. is your name, though. Uh, well, there's, a, there's a, a scout named Gabriel, so I can't be Gabriel, so I'm Mr. Man. All so. right. And then new people think that I'm just like really arrogant. And I'm like, no, no, there was, there was a reason once. <laughs> I don't know. Growing up, I would have had to at least call you Mr. Gabriel. Because my parents were very Southern and very formal. I had very strict manners growing up. Mm. Clearly they stuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have things going on. Elena, you had an eventful weekend. I did. It was unexpected, but glorious. When I you thought it'd be a slow weekend, <laughs> uh, but not so much. When you say unexpected, what does that mean? Did you find out like on Friday? On Friday. Oh. Of all things. What did yeah. you find out? They didn't call like, the schedule in advance? No, but they did put in their press release. So, you know, the somewhat infamous Westboro Baptist Church. Notorious? Notorious. More like a hate group, right? Uh, they put argue. out a press release saying they were going to come and protest my church along with one of our neighboring churches, all because we have a female pastor. And That's our, it? <laughs> yes. And that our churches, of course, are an abomination because we both marched together at the Columbus Pride Parade. And so how dare us have female leadership and support? Of all the sounds you could commit, <laughs> female leadership seems yeah like a low one to come all the way from Topeka, Kansas to protest. Mm, it's their shtick. I mean, they like I hate <laughs> Muslims, Jews, female pastors, gay people, <laughs> <laughs> soldiers. I mean, I you name idolaters. it, they protested it. Abortionists. I, w- I kind of wonder. Everyone. I, <laughs> I want to know how they determined that you were in the parade. Did you know? I'm I'm picturing you know somebody with the Westboro Baptist Church, like pulling up the streaming video of the parade and having to watch the whole thing, and just, just making a list, making you know catty comments. That, you know, like oh, those drag queens are so terrible. There's a church. Write it down. Dare you? Yes. Oh, Do they even bother? Hot <laughs> pants are terrible. Hot pants are a godsend. Uh, how often do you do you think they bother? Like. Like, why your churches and not, like, the litany of other uh, churches that were in the parade? I mean, we are very, you know, like, awesome, progressive, and welcoming and affirming. We're very public about that. So, I mean, perhaps that's how they found out. But, yeah, there's a good many churches doing good things. I mean, you'd be surprised to hear. But I I mean, I I wouldn't because (laughs) I'm talking to the executive director of the Ohio Religious Coalition. (laughs) But sure, sure, sure. Sure, yes. (laughs) 
But yeah, they gave us a bad rap. And so we did our very best Care Bear Stare. <laughs> and we had 130 <laughs> people come out in oh, like wow. a moment's notice. Uh, there was, you know, we did our whole like silence and prayer and singing and whatnot. Uh, but the signs were pretty epic, you know, saying how much we, we love our female pastor who not only has an MDiv, Master of Divinity, but she's a trained lawyer. She has her Juris Doctorate. And, I mean, she's she's brilliant. Like, she's like the Ruth Bader Ginsburg of our church. So, <laughs> like, hey. We, so we showered her with a lot of love. And, I mean, we had, like, different partners come out. Um, Congregation Tifereth Israel came out. Um uh, as well as women have options, you know, they were there. So it was just really a lot of fun because, you know, we outnumbered them 130 to 6. and um, <laughs> They brought yeah. six people. They brought six people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like since Fred died, like, why even bother keeping that church going? Like, they six people ain't worth their time. They worth nobody's time. Right. right. No, so. it's a family affair. You know, they're all a bunch of lawyers who just, they get a kick out of... Um, Trying to Get rile people. people up and hoping that you know they'll do something that they can then sue them for, and so they're not so much outrageous. protesters, so much as just like scam artists. Cool, yeah, it's a good look, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. it's a choice people can make. <laughs> yes. But what was most <laughs> egregious is, um, I mean, we had one of the you know Phelps family members was wearing the American flag as a skirt of sorts. That's not. No, that is not, not in a accordance thing. to the flag code. Nope, not at all. So we're like, okay, lots of reverence for that. And um, then the skirt flag fell on the ground, and this protester, she proceeded to step on it while seeing God bless America. Well, I mean, as I understand <laughs> it, they consider, like, patriotism idolatry mm-hmm. of the flag, so... Maybe I don't. I don't Maybe, know. Maybe right. Not, I can't. I can't explain it. It is a and different Baptist than I was raised. So right. Can you imagine being in law school with a Westboro Baptist Church member? Oh God, <laughs> that'd be weird. That sounds so terrible. Mm. It's also interesting that they're in Kansas, which passed the Reproductive Health Act. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, Kansas with Kansas. the uh, better laws than we have. Kansas is just a. It's a place people can live. <laughs> That's. Apparently. Great. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just like it's not really a state that you think that much about like and have a lot of feelings about. And then you like find out like, oh, there's the Reproductive Health Act, but there's also like the Westboro Baptist Church. It's like, oh, there's two, mm. two different sides of this coin. You know, not unlike Ohio um, in that sense. I'm just, why, what breeds such weirdness? I, I do kind of wonder, you know, I mean, here in Ohio, we have rabid anti-abortion extremists and you know, that created a faction within the anti-abortion movement (laughs) where you had Ohio right to life and then you had faith to action and they fought against each other and then eventually they got their way. And to see kind of the opposite in Kansas where you have these extremists who, you know, protest at soldiers' funerals Mm -hmm. and outside your church. And then, you know, the state's politics ends up being... You know, hey, let's have our own. I believe they have a constitutional amendment to protect abortion access. I think that's. I think that's what it was. Yeah, and so, you know, is how big of a factor is the excessive extremism of these sort of organizations in that state trying to figure out where they want to go with their reproductive laws? Are you at the end of the day doing us all some favors? I don't know yet. 
We're not there yet. Unclear. Not in Ohio. Have no. you guys uh, were, like had to protest against the Westboro Baptist Church before, like either of you? No. No. This is the oh. first. I came to my university when I was an undergrad, and there was a huh. huge counter-protest, and I think we actually like fundraised for a local organization just for fun. So, I mean, that was kind of my bread and butter when I was working for the Secular Student Alliance was nice. counter-protesting something like the Westboro Baptist Church. So. Huh. We had some signs that were done up to uh, to look like Westboro Baptist Church signs. They said things like, you deserve respect, and God hates signs, all those kind of fun things. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know there's the, the house that's beside their church mm-hmm. that somebody painted as a giant rainbow flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last I heard, they were continuing to do that. Um, but it uh, um, it had sort of, you know... Since since the church has uh, not been as active, yeah, they're kind of like, do we do we really still need to have our, our rainbow house? But the community really likes having it there. You so. gotta, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Right. I feel like extremists like the Westboro Baptist Church kind of like um, they activate people who would otherwise be apathetic. So got that going for us, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True story. But the pictures looked amazing, so excellent job. Thank you. It's a good time to hang out with your friends and shout shout at other people, I guess. Shout shout and love. You know, we had a lot of flower power. Do love flowers. Yes. It's a good time of the year for it. Um, Other news, Planned Parenthood still got that Title X stuff going on. And then uh, Sherry Brown, our favorite senator of our two senators, he is the superior option. (laughs) Better than two. (laughs) Yes. Um, He's our senior senator. That's a weird... It's junior senator. I've never heard. Is it? I assume it's senior senator. Yes, that's a weird phrase. That is weird. So he uh, criticized Title Ten cuts to Planned Parenthood, and uh, so we we support that. What did, what did he say, Gabe? What what happened? Uh, well, I mean, he was he was really just restating the facts. You know, yeah. there's nearly a hundred thousand people across the state who rely on Title Ten care. Um, and almost all of them receive that from Planned Parenthood health centers across Ohio. So if Planned Parenthood can't access that Title X care, uh, and they can't, the way that Trump has uh, the rules set up, it'd be you know a violation of the mission of Planned Parenthood for them to accept the gag order that he's put on that. They can't get that care to patients. Mm-hmm. Um, and... If if you're a low-income Ohioan and you need reproductive health care, you don't have a lot of options. There aren't Title X providers, you know, anywhere, really. Well, I mean, Title X is like, it's money that's allocated to family planning organizations, you know, organizations that help plan parenthood. Yeah. Whoa. Amazing. Look at that. Mm. <laughs> right. So, Sherry Brown is... Uh, you know, in favor of Title X funding going to organizations who use it, utilize it the best, which would be, you know, Planned Parenthood. So, yay, Sherrod. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's a good event. They're continuing to uh, do their best to sound the alarm. Um, this is something that we've been talking about in Ohio uh, since 2011, I believe, when John Kasich uh, led the charge to... Um, Defund Planned Parenthood the first of the two times that he did. It Mm. was to go after their Title X funding. And have we seen any states that have actually 
dealt with the consequences of cutting funding to Planned Parenthood so far? Uh, well, I mean, you know, the the most uh, horrific cases that we've seen were in Indiana, where Mike Pence uh, destroyed family planning funding, and they had an HIV breakout as a result. Jeez. Yep. Yeah. So there are immediate negative consequences to uh, the actions that Trump, Pence, Kasich, now, you know, DeWine uh, are taking to refuse funding to Title X providers if they also offer abortion referrals or do abortion care separately. Yeah. So um, we know that the lawyers are still doing things, trying to figure out what else we can do. I mean, Planned Parenthood is pulled out of Title X, so we really don't know what is going to happen after this. Um, Just time will tell what the consequences will look like, I guess. Right. They're they're doing their best to try and fill that gap in funding uh, to you know come up with private streams uh, of of revenue to to fill the gap, but it's not like there's some massive source of cash out there for healthcare, uh, and so eventually there are going to be patients who just don't have a way of paying for care, um, and we're going to see these negative health outcomes that. Nobody wants, but Republicans won't admit, hey, they have the obvious and easy way to fix this problem. I mean, the best way that people can help Planned Parenthood right now is utilizing the insurance that they have, if they have good insurance, and getting your care at Planned Parenthood. So the reimbursement rates are higher, and uh, they could use that money to then provide a sliding scale fee to lower-income patients or patients who don't have health insurance. Right. So. Yeah. And, you know, I... When I was working there, I got flu shots there. So there are smaller, simple things that anybody can do to go to uh, Planned Parenthood. You know, they they serve everybody. So even if you're somebody like me who doesn't need a pap smear, mm-hmm. uh, there are other forms of care uh, that that you can contact them to get. So I did not know that about yeah. flu shots. I mean, yeah. I mean, might as well. And I loved mm-hmm. it because they had one of the... Uh, nurses on staff, um, as a staffer, we just all got the flu shot. Mm. And so they would go around from cubicle to cubicle and be like, hey, do you want a flu shot? Yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> pull up your sleeve. <laughs> and, you know, we filled out done. the paperwork and it was done correctly. But, nice. um, you know, that's funny. I When I was at like one of the Pride festivals this summer, there was like vaccinations for hepatitis A. And I was like, I don't know if I will ever be somebody who is exposed to hepatitis A, but might as well get a vaccination. So, yeah. Might as well get it when it's offered to you when it's offered mm-hmm. at your cubicle. Right. So yes, yes, yes. <laughs> most effective time to get your flu shot is October, so schedule it soon, friends. Right. Yeah. Um, going back to this weekend, I got to do something cool. I've never... Um, so I've done a lot of food service jobs before. Well, mm, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've never, like bartended and I mean by bartending we mean pour beers and I'm spoiler alert I'm not good at pouring beers so. <laughs> um, how do you not you weren't making Manhattans <laughs> and, no uh, uh, I have made mimosas before very difficult um, mm-hmm. but uh, I got to pour some beers with Fist, Fifth Street Brew Pub which I learned actually this weekend is a co-op brewery in Dayton um, awesome. so if you are interested in being a member that is something you can do it's like $125 and you'll get yeah. discounts at food and beer there which is cool um, and merch. Yeah. So uh, they have a program. I think they do it pretty much weekly with Fifth Street Brew Pub Gives Back. So you mm. can have your guest bartenders be somebody who works for an organization or you, um, and they'll donate money to your charity. 
So uh, NARAL was the beneficiary of this past Sunday. So we brought home like cash tips from wandering around the bar. We brought home some, uh, we, bought a, we brought home a dollar for each. We got to pick a beer and a dollar from each beer goes back to us. And then uh, we got a portion of our sales. So I don't know the final, ta- I don't know the final tally yet, but I had a good time uh, and I'm not that good at pouring beers. So, <laughs> um, but it was a good time. I had a, I, Planned Parenthood does it in Dayton. Um, we'll probably do it again sometime next year. Uh, I know that like the U Church is doing it next Sunday. So that's awesome. It was a nice little chill brunch shift where I got to hang out and write on chalkboards about abortion. And everyone was very nice because it's a co-op and that's who comes to co-ops. Right, right. <laughs> so. Kelly, you're the best. And that was like right after your vacation. Yeah, that was. Fundraising for abortion access. Yeah. amazing. Yeah, Yeah, I was on vacation last week. Mm -hmm. I went to Michigan. Uh, I had to cut my vacation (laughs) short because I was staying with a friend. And it turns out there was a bat in her basement. And I was sleeping (laughs) in the basement and I didn't want rabies. So I had to to leave. (laughs) It was great. Preventative healthcare. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Avoid getting rabies in the first place. That's how you prevent rabies. <laughs> um, so just keep an eye on me, guys. I might have, I may have gotten bitten in my sleep. Don't know. Probably didn't. Um, anyway. Rabbit. We're going to create rabbit a new here. comic book character uh, based on this. So. Man bat. <laughs> she pours beers. Kind of. Um, but yeah, it was, we went up to like Grand Rapids and, uh, my son saw his first large body of water. Mm. His first large body of water was Lake Michigan. Uh, by comparison, mine was the Pacific ocean. So very <laughs> different experiences. He won't remember. No, for he now. Won't. He's, he just turned two. <laughs> so, haha, nerd. But I have photos and they're very cute. They look like the author's photo on like the back of a book. Nice. It's a nice like red lighthouse in the background. Cool. Anyway. First time we took our kids to the ocean, my older son uh, walked out. I got to pee, and he turned. To <laughs> <laughs> Instantly, was like, I got to go to the bathroom. That sounds like your older son. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> anyway, otherwise it's a pretty quiet week. Which is is it though? Is it? I think no. it's just a calm before the storm. <laughs> if we're being yes, honest, indeed. So we are got a. Busy couple of weeks. I have looked at my schedule and be like, I guess I just won't see my husband and son this week or month. It's fine, um, but yeah. So you've got something coming up. What's happening? I well, first off, I have hot times this weekend. Um, but like, it's great because it doesn't look like it's going to be hot or wet. Um, last year we did hot times and it was really just wet times and we had a broken tent and stopped <laughs> after the first day. Uh, this weekend it's like highs in the seventies. Nice. So it should be fun. So come table at, with, at, with me at Hot Times. We'll be there pretty much every day, like 12 to 8. Um, wow. If you just show up and say you want a table, I will give you a shirt and you can table. <laughs> uh, so. Hot Times is really awesome because it's, it's also the official uh, ComFest volunteer, volunteer party. party. So if you show up on Friday in your ComFest volunteer T-shirt, uh, I think you get some, some drink oh. discounts, but you also get to be part of the official big volunteer photo. Um, so it's really neat that, you know, the, the biggest arts festival in town uses that opportunity to promote a, 
a smaller and less known, but still really cool really and mellow yeah. uh, festival. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I told somebody, they're like, what is Hot Times? I was like, it's like Confest, but chill. And they're like, yeah. I don't That's follow that. Yeah, yeah no, it's I like, haven't been, so I have to check this out. It's very fun. Huh. It's uh, right at like, the corner of Parsons and Main, so it's like around the corner from our office. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an easy setup for us and easy teardown, so cool. come hang out. Have a good time. Yeah. And then what do you have going on next week, Elena? Ooh, well, we're having our second Faith Leader Summit, and we are just, uh, you know, getting everything squared away for that, because it's all about uh, reproductive health and LGBTQ justice. Uh, we've got 25 different speakers, and Tony Bond, one of the founding mothers of the reproductive justice movement, is delivering our keynote. Uh, there's just lots of goodness happening. So yeah, of course, my team is just running around trying to make that happen, uh, but we're super excited about it. It's next Tuesday and Wednesday. September 10th and 11th here in Columbus. And then next Thursday, we have the NARAL Mini Golf Tournament. Mm. That's up in Cleveland. So, yes. That's cool. Sweeties Golf Land. Um, people can register. Uh, we'll put the link to all of our events in the show notes. Um, and this is one, uh, one of those events where you sign up not to just pay to get in. Mm. Um, very similar to if you. Uh, join a charity marathon or a 5K to raise money uh, or the, uh, you know, the bolathons to raise money for abortion. Um, you join a team and then you ask your friends and family, neighbors, coworkers, whoever you want, uh, hey, I'm on this team for this NARAL golf tournament. Can you sponsor me? You know, can you pitch in a dollar a hole, $5 a hole? You know, can you give me 50 bucks? Uh, so you raise money uh, to pay your way into this uh, mini golf tournament, put up or shut up, uh, is the event slogan. Uh, and then those funds raised go to support the uh, programming for NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. So you can be part of the team funding uh, abortion advocacy in Ohio. So the event is September 12th up in Cleveland. Yes. And the following Tuesday is my birthday. A uh, very big, important holiday. Happy birthday. Oh, next weekend we're also doing Ladyfest Dayton. So if you are into music and women and feminism and hanging out with me again, come table with me on Friday and Saturday. Mm. Well, that's the final end of my uh, festival season. I have all of June, and then I have a very long break, and then I have most of September. <laughs> um, and then so on what's the, the tally then? Uh, like 20. Jeez. Yeah, we did plenty of... We did plenty of festivals. If you didn't see us this summer, that's on you. <laughs> um, but then uh, the 19th of September, we have our Columbus um, Pro-Choice Town Hall on the east side. We have one on the east side, one on the west side. The one on the west side is October 3rd, so it's two Thursdays after the first one. Um, we have lots of legislators in attendance. We're going to be doing that with uh, Columbus Democratic Socialist and Kaleidoscope Youth Center. Um, we're offering childcare and food. I'm super excited about this event. It's... Uh, been a long time coming, put a lot of work into it, uh, and I'm probably going to lose my mind the day it happens. <laughs> so come make it a success, because I have put a lot of work into it to have it not be. I'll be there. I got you on the east side. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Are you going to come to the west side, Gabriel? Uh, yeah. Good. It's in your neighborhood. <laughs> so Riding a bike there. Yeah. that's. <laughs> I. No one does things in the hilltop. I do things in the hilltop, so I'm excited about it. Everybody should come to the hilltop. It's a it's a place to be. <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> um, oh, I said calm before the storm. We can talk about the hurricane. That's something oh. we can talk about. Hmm. 
Did you guys see that it's like not doing at all what it's supposed to do? It's just it was hanging out like well, the Bahamas are now seventy percent underwater. It's 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 very bad. And it's not it's not moved into into Florida like they thought it would. It's been moving up to the Carolinas instead. It's not going to Alabama like Trump said it would. Right. Yep. That's whole Sharpie gate. That's a thing <laughs> that's happening. You know, the Sharpie thing is one is one part of it, but the thing that I find more disturbing is the idea that last night the president of the United States went to bed thinking, I hope that hurricane hits Alabama just to prove me right. You know, there's a part in his mind where he was actually wishing there would be additional destruction into a neighboring state just Just so that he wouldn't be proven wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is true. Um, That tracks. All right. Um, my point was going to be that uh, the unfortunate thing about these hurricanes, other than the fact that they exist and are causing massive devastation to the places that they are going over, is that life does not stop mm-hmm. when hurricanes happen. Like everybody may be bunkering down and evacuating from the area, um, but that does not mean that people don't need abortion care. Um, so if you have some spare funds, toss it over to um, ARC Southeast, uh, Carolina Abortion Fund. Um, all the abortion funds that are in the Southeast who are uh, helping people get the care that they need in these very difficult times when these clinics are also being smashed by these hurricanes. So, right. That's what I, that was my other point. Was, oh, yeah. The calm before the storm is, there's a literal storm happening. <laughs> that, that is a, an excellent point to raise. So, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's all I have for this week. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.